0: grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this morning is Psalm 119, and i would have you turn. It's not the whole psalm, it's the last section, the longest poem in the Scriptures. If you look right before Psalm 121, 120 isn't in there, that'll get you to that last section started verse 169, and we will speak it half verse by half verse. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Let my plea come before you. My lips will pour forth praise. My tongue will sing of your word. Let your hand be ready to help me. I long for your salvation, O Lord. Let my soul live and praise you. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant. Together, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was at the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. You'll keep your hymnal open because we're going to refer to it as we go through the sermon this morning. You may be seated. Today is Rally Sunday as we gather together. We think of it as another start of an educational season with Sunday school and Bible class starting as well. However, the reality, we are really rallying around God's Word I pray that each of you will not only find yourselves continually in worship, but also in individual and corporate Bible study. Why? Because as the psalm points out, God's word is salvation. As the psalmist pleads and prays, deliver me according to your word. And so we rally around God's word because like the psalmist, We need deliverance. We're not in heaven. We are not on the right side of the line. We are in enemy-occupied territory. That's what the psalmist finds himself in, behind enemy lines. He needs to be rescued, but he's waiting for deliverance. As way as he waits, he wants understanding and guidance. You see, the rules are different and harder behind enemy lines than at peacetime with the Lord. He's like a POW. That's what's the psalmist going to do while he waits to be brought into safety behind the front line. The psalmist has one thing. It's what he rallies around. Though he gives seven of the eight different scriptural names for it. It is all God's word. He calls the word, as I translate it, God's utterances, his speaking, his decrees, his commandments, his precepts, his Torah, his justice. So let's go ahead and do a little unpacking of these words because each word is like, well, I have a little one here, a Swiss Armenian knife. First Psalm 119, verse 169, is the general word for God's word. That all-purpose tool that you use for just about everything. Then in verse 170, God's word is that powerful, creative word. Just as he said in Genesis chapter 1, he spoke and it was. Then you look at Psalm, um, hmm, verse 171. His word is His decrees or statutes which are inscribed like on stone. They are testimonies that endure for all time. And the psalmist bubbles in praise to God who gives them. Then we look at verse 172. He again uses that speaking word, but it connects it. He connects it with His commandments. These are the commandments that God spoke from Mount Sinai. And the psalmist says these commandments, they are right. In verse 173, we translate the word as precepts, which has the idea that God instructs every detail that we have in life. In verse 174, God's word is called, what does it say there? law but what is meant by there is torah that is teaching calling to mind all of scripture but in particular the first five books the pentateuch wow with all these words all those references it is more than taken a lifetime to understand everything and how they impact our life it is like the ultimate swiss army knife God's word has many uses and it is for your whole life, in particular, your salvation. But this guy, this guy is in trouble, like the tax collector we would find in Luke chapter 15, and he knows it. We know it by the way he writes. He cries out, he pleads like a subject wanting his request to be heard by his king, his judge, his commander and chief. He prays, let your hand be ready to help me. Let Let my soul live. Let your rules, or better translated, justice, help me. He is a prisoner of war. But does anyone know that he's MIA, missing in action? One may wonder if he was one of the deportees. Taken by the Assyrians, taken by the Babylonians. The fact is that he finds himself behind the enemy line. Why? He points out I have gone astray, wondered, seduced, deceived, like a lost sheep. It makes no difference how I got there. I'm in trouble. I take responsibility for it. But I can't get myself out of the mess. And so he pleads, but seek your servant. For the Lord is his only hope, his only way to get out of prison. He's the only one who can deliver him. And so he waits. Let's go back to that first verse, 169. Give me understanding according to your word. We'd like that, right? We'd like to understand why the Lord put us in the position that we're in. Why we have to struggle. Why do we have to be in pain? Why do we have to be in a situation that we can't get ourselves in? And so the psalmist waits waiting to be rescued. He's meditating on God's word, taking the time to go ahead and write out eight stanzas for each of his 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. That's a long psalm, isn't it? It's a long wait, waiting for final deliverance, his salvation from behind enemy lines. That was then, But now we know that God's salvation has come in the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, who seeks and rescues his lost sheep. C.S. Lewis in his book, Mere Christianity, writes, enemy-occupied territory, that's what this world is. Christianity is the story of how the rightful king has landed you might say, landed in disguise and is calling us to take part in a great campaign. Today is Rally Sunday. The standard of the cross is held high to gather all those who are alone and in hiding, those who are lost and strayed by their own fault or because they were led astray by others, like in Isaiah 53. 53. We all like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Here, among us, is the bunker of safety for them, for us, as we wait together. Here is the command center where the Lord has caused His Word to go out into the enemy territory. It is the place where you find the Word made flesh for the forgiveness of sins, and here people gather for Holy Communion. It is His church. It is called the very body of Christ. Yes, we are responsible for our situation. But Jesus has found you and rescued you. Now he sends you out into the territory to gather others, your children, your grandchildren, your neighbor. As you have, they too will enter through the waters of baptism into the everlasting family and safety and blessing. Trust that word in the water. Here is the word of salvation as we wait together, fed by the very body and blood of Jesus, where our Lord, our commander, our judge, has become in, has come behind the line and set in motion the undoing and the defeat of the enemy. Now he is at the Father's side to run the operations, but he has not left us Without anything, he has given everything we need to run his campaign, to call all who would come under his protection, and finally, for our final rescue. If there is ever a time to meditate on God's word, especially Psalm 119, its time is now. As we wait together, the fullness of that word, has shown itself on the cross in the person of Jesus Christ. You see, the cross is empty. The tomb is empty. Sin has not held him down. He is victorious, ascending as the Lord of life, and he's coming back for our salvation and our release is at hand. We, as we wait behind enemy lines, The church lifts the cross as a signal, as a standard to draw all to himself into the safety of Jesus as Isaiah 27 proclaims. And in that day, the great trumpet will be blown and those who are lost in the land of Assyria and those who are driven to the land of Egypt will come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain. Because Jesus is our rallying point behind enemy lines. He is the word made flesh. He is our meditation. Jesus is our full salvation as we wait for him to come again in glory. Amen. Now, the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.